Welcome to the Crazy Cool Family Podcast with Don and Suzanne Manning. Parents, what if we could give you the power to transform your family into something absolutely amazing? A family where everyone is healthy, gets along, loves Jesus, and has great purpose in life. Hey, let us flip your thinking to unlock the power God has given you to create your own Crazy Cool Family. you crazy cold parents out there. Um, we are talking about health, specifically the health of your children and the role that you as the parent get to play in that. And so last week we talked about how our body is a temple and how it magnificently and wonderfully is designed and created to heal itself. And that when we operate in a state of belief versus fear, then we actually partner with our body in its own healing mechanisms. And then when we use prayer as a weapon, as a medical weapon, then we have got a very powerful, powerful way to help our bodies do what they have been designed to do. And so today I just want to tell you um, a, a few things. I'm going to empower and inspire you, and I want to share a little bit of our story, and then I just want to get practical and tell you some of the things I've learned on this 30-year journey of being my kid's in-house doctor, if you will. So to start off with, you have been entrusted by God to be an advocate to your children. You know your child better than any doctor that will ever see them. You have the responsibility to educate yourself, educate, teach yourself, train up, train yourself with what the world says about health. Because here's the deal, guys, and I know you've discovered this. There is a lot out there in the world that cannot be fully trusted. I wish there was. I wish we could trust everything and believe what the medical field and the big pharmaceutical companies and the government, I wish we could just blindly believe everything they say that it is good for us. But there is a lot of agendas that are behind that. And sometimes our health is not their number one agenda. But guess what, parents? Our children's health can and should be our number one agenda. And so I kind of learned this along the way. When Molly was a little baby, um, I was actually the nanny to a pediatrician. And so he was, you know, he, he was our best friend. And so I would um, call him anytime anything was wrong. If Molly had a sniffle, if she had a cough, if she didn't sleep in the night. One time she fell off the changing table and I called him in a panic. And so he was a very um, proactive doctor and we didn't know it at the time, but Molly had a, a dairy um, reaction, a, an allergy to it. And that just wasn't a thing 30 years ago, not as near as much as it is now. And so what that um, allergy did is it created so many little ear infections in her little body. And so what they did at the time then is they would put her on an antibiotic. I can't even tell you how many antibiotics Molly was on just through her first year of life. And the antibiotics never got rid of the ear infection. Sometimes it would get rid of the, the fluid, the infection that was in the fluid in her ears, but it never had the fluid go away. And so fast forward a few years later, and I had more kids, and I realized that to go to the pediatrician and to sit in that office for an hour and a half with my well kids, because we would go well check, well check kid appointments, to sit in there with my kids and exposing them to all the sick kids, and they had it separated, but come on, <laughs> we all know that germs are everywhere, um, 
it seemed like half the time I'd bring my kids in well, and then, you know, a few days later, they were sick from being at the doctor's office. Um, Plus, it was expensive. And so I remember asking some of my friends who had way more kids than I did at the time, how do you do the doctor's office? I mean, how do you load everybody up and sit in there for two hours? And then how do you afford the the doctor and the doctor's appointment and then the, the medicine that they put your child on? And they basically said, well, we kind of have switched from being reactive parents when the kids get sick, then we react to it, to proactive, that we keep them healthy, that we build their immune systems. And so with that switch in my mind, going from being reactive to proactive, what I ended up having to do is I ended up having to change my healing modalities on the way that I was going to approach sickness with my kids. And so... When Mackenzie and Michael came along, they were two more kids that had ear infections. And so instead of going to a doctor and getting an antibiotic, I went to a chiropractor and had the fluid drain. There's a procedure that you can do that you can go in behind the tonsils and and literally drain the ears. And so they went through... I don't know how old they were when they finally had their first antibiotic, but it was in the double digits. They were around 10, and so I never had to put them on an antibiotic. And so things were looking better um, when it came to how I was healing my kids because I did, started be, I did start being more proactive. And so I want to share with you some of the things that I've learned, and hopefully you can adopt these things for your family as well. And so the first thing is, and I've mentioned it, is that to have a strong belief in the healing ability of our body, to just believe that our body is designed and created to heal itself. Like the example that I've used is the scratch on your knee. If you don't do anything with it, if you if you don't put a Band-Aid on it or any kind of cream or anything, it's going to heal from the inside out. It's going to take care of itself because it's designed to do that. Now, If we partner with our body, then we can go in and we can put some little ointment on there and we can clean it out with some little soap and water and we can put a Band-Aid on to protect it. And I believe all that partners with the body and helps it to come along um, and do what it's supposed to do and heal itself. But we don't have to because once again, the body is designed to heal itself. And so what I started doing that I learned is that if I would do some of these things that would go with my body, um, go with my kids' bodies to help aid their healing mechanisms, for example, the food that I fed them. You know, it's no small thing that in October, when the kids eat candy at Halloween, then all of a sudden it's like flu season now. And I just wonder if, yes, flu is out there and it's there, but if it is, is it because our immune systems are so weakened because we've inundated it with so much sugar? And you know, the sugar, the dairy, the wheat, the processed food, those are all things that do not partner well with our body's healing mechanism. A little side story. Don's grandmother lived to be a hundred and seven. She never had cancer. She never had a surgery. She didn't have a, a, a heart condition or anything. Um, she literally just died because her organs wore out. I mean, she, she couldn't hear anymore. It's just crazy. So, so healthy. And I believe it's because she lived in a small town and she grew her own food for the first 50 years of her life. And so each layer of cells that she built her body on was a strong layer. 
And I think that a lot of the times in our in the world that we live in now, we are building each layer. And it, with each layer that we build, it gets weaker and weaker. We put processed food in there and we put all those, the, the sugar and the dairy and all of those things. And so then the next year, our cells are building off of an already weak layer. And so you've got so much power as parents when it comes to a, adjusting to your kids' diets and feeding them the good for them stuff so that the cells that they are making and remaking right now are strong, solid, healthy cells. Another thing that I think we can do that goes against our healing mechanism is too much intervention. For example, stopping a fever before it has time to work. That was one of the biggest things that I learned that I was so fearful of a fever with Molly. I mean, in Madeline too, I was so afraid and I was very quick to give them any kind of medicine that I could find or do anything that I could to slow that fever down, stop that fever. And so we, I remember meeting with a doctor who... Um, he was just a firm believer in a fever and he talked me off the ledge and he said and educated me and trained me that the fever is your body's way of responding it's your body's way of reacting it's calling up all the good guys to come in and fight the bad guys and what you do when you give your child something to help fight the fever if you will is you're actually joining the bad guys and you're killing the good guys and so let the fever run its course and so I stopped giving my kids medicine for fever. Um, if their fever got too high, then for me that I was comfortable with, then I would put like a cool rag on them or I'd rub their little feet. Um, I'd put um, them in a bath that wasn't cold, that it was warm to the tut. I mean, it was warm for me and so it wasn't cold for them, but that was a quick fever reducer if the fever got too high. Um, for me. Now you have to do you, you have to research that. And I know that there's a lot of people that are fearful because there are some con um, consequences that happen if a fever gets too high, but research it. Because I am pleased to see that the, the information that's out there now actually does say that a fever is a pretty good thing and to let it run its course. So you research that. Don't just don't research that. It's your choice. You have to decide. One of the things though, that really gave me the courage to go against the mainstream medical opinion was some books that I read. And I just, I needed somebody in my ear other than what the world was saying. Somebody that seemed a little bit more, that had a little bit more of a balance and not so much of an agenda. And so one of the books that I read was How to Raise a Healthy Child in Spite of Your Doctor. And Robert Mendelson wrote it and he's long gone he i think this book was out like in the 70s and so when i used it in the 90s for my kids it was already 20 years old um but i wonder if we went back to before medicine got to be but before big pharma got to be such a big deal i wonder if that wasn't better for us now but please hear me i am not anti-antibiotic I am a firm believer in it, and I am thrilled with the advances that medicine have taken, and I 100% agree with intervention when it is necessary. I just think that sometimes we intervene before we need to. Okay, so anyway, just a little side note. Okay, so how to raise your, um, how to raise a healthy child, that we've got that in the notes. Go check it out, look at it. You don't have to use that book. Another one is what was called Mommy Diagnostics, and now remember, I homeschooled and I think I wore the denim skirt and I definitely made bread. So I was that hippie mom there for a while. And this book is definitely comes from that area of my life. Mommy Diagnostics, the Naturally Healthy Family Guide to Herbs and Whole Foods and um, 
for health and it's by a mom named Shonda Parker who had a whole bunch of kids and I got caught up in her little life for a while just to see how it was done differently so here's the deal ladies you don't don't use my books you don't have to use my books but do find some books that support what you think and how you feel about your child's health there's dozens of them out there see they didn't have the internet for me to google back in 1910 when I was raising kids and so you can use the internet to see what it says about different things and know that it always says at the bottom of it as a disclaimer please consult your doctor you know and I want to tell you that too by all means consult your doctor if you are uncomfortable but with that, make sure that you have a doctor that's on your team. Make sure you have a doctor that you want to, that, that, that's going to tell you and encourage you and to do the things that you want them to do. I can't even tell you how many different pediatricians that I went through along the way, whether it's because we moved or because they, were, they weren't conservative or they were pushing me to do things that I was not comfortable with on behalf of my child. And so we ended up switching to a completely different doctor that used what's called applied kinesiology. And that's a system that evaluates structural, chemical, and mental aspects of health using like a manual muscle testing. So if you need to research that, look it up. But it's, it's not as invasive as like a blood test or an x-ray or any of those things. And it's communicating with the body, which I think is so valuable because once again, it partners with the body's created to heal itself. It wants to tell us. It wants to communicate with us on what it needs. And then there's also the naturopathic doctor who's different than the medical doctor. So they're both doctors, but the medical doctor uses drugs and surgery to treat patients. Once again, drugs and surgery are great. I'm glad we have medical doctors. Uh, so many lives have saved now because of the advancements in medicine. But we might not need that high ranking of a specialist when it comes to a runny nose or teething or even ear infections. And so I used the naturopath because they used non-drug, non-surgery approaches. They used um, supplements and, and exercises and, and different things to help um, encourage how we did life, our lifestyle in a healthy way for our kids. And so pick a doctor that you can communicate with. Pick a doctor that's going to partner with you. And I've learned that if you're confident and you're secure in what you believe and what you want, then the doctor wants to do that with you. They want to partner with you because they don't know your child. They, they, don't, they don't know that, like McCade, when he gets a fever, his neck gets sore. And one doctor freaked out and thought he had meningitis. And I was like, no, no, he does this every single time he has a fever. And so we are the ones that know our kids. And so find a doctor that's going to partner with you on that. There's tons of them out there. I love it. It was impossible to find one. When we first started looking into different um, alternative doctors, we drove all the way to Plano, an hour and a half just to see a, a doctor that, was, that did applied kinesiology that was a naturopath, but now they're, they're everywhere. Okay, and so the last thing I want to talk to you about is the things that you can do for your child, um, tools to put in your toolbox. And I can't, you have to have prayer in your toolbox. 1 Corinthians 6, 19 through 20 says that our body is God's temple. Do you not know that your body, our bodies are the temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have received from God? You, this is, listen to this. You are not your own. You were bought with a price. Therefore, honor God with your bodies. And so that's one of the things I would always pray. Okay, Lord, how do I honor you 
in this sickness with in how do I, how do my child how do I honor you with my child's body how do we honor you in this sickness how do we take care of it because God's the creator he's the maker of that body and he knows what that body needs and there were so many times that he would answer me and say rest he needs to sleep for 12 hours he needs fluids lots of he needs to to get up and take a shower. I would always make my kids take a bath or a shower in the middle of their sickness. It just felt like it washed their body of all the germs and then they could start over with, you know, protecting themselves from the germs. So, so many times that God would give me a simple little something just through that prayer. And then another thing is educate yourself, which I've mentioned. You've got, find your books, find your um, websites that you love. There's so many out there. Find podcasts that are going to encourage you on being an advocate for your child's health. And then diet, we talked about that too. We're going to talk about a little bit more of that next week. I've got a friend coming in that's going to just help you how to how to feed your child. How do you how do you help your child be eat have a healthy diet? Um, so many times our kids don't want to eat what we put in front of them. She's going to help us do that a little bit. And then outside, play outside. I remember growing up that I literally would leave in the morning and not come back until the afternoon for lunch and then leave again until it got dark. And so I was outside all the time. So my body was collecting plenty of vitamin D, but so much of our worlds are designed to be inside now. And so I think you'll be so surprised at the, how the, the health of your child will change if you can get them outside in the morning, in the afternoon, a couple times a day. And then when this whole coronavirus came out, I talked to my, my doctor and I said, what, what do we need? You know, help, how, do we, how do we support ourselves and build our immune systems? And he said, vitamins A, B, C, and D. And I was like, well, that's convenient. <laughs> the first half of the alphabet. And um, here's the deal. The soil that our food is grown in does not have this vitamins and minerals in it that it did back when Don's grandmother was alive. And so I'm sad to say that we do have to supplement our kids. We do have to give them because the actual food that we are feeding them, not even the processed food, but the good for them organic food still doesn't have what it needs it in anymore. And so you need to go in and, and find some vitamins. I'll talk about those in just a minute, which ones I use. Another thing is water. And I know that I, we just, we're just dehydrated. Every, did you know that there's a policy that when you go into the hospital, they automatically put you on an IV? Automatically. Because we run dehydrated and they've got to get your fluids running. And if they put any medicine in you, then they, want the, they don't want them to be stagnant in your, in your thick, <laughs> thick blood, if you will, because it doesn't, have enough, it doesn't have enough water in it. And so drink water. Figure out a system where your kids can have water. You know, that they mark off five cups a day or... They have a water cup that they love, but figure out a way that they get water. So important. And then we talked about getting yourself a team of doctor, a chiropractor, um, a holistic doctor, a conservative pediatrician. Just get yourself a team so that when you do have that question in your mind that you do feel confident enough to call them and you've got somebody that is helping. And so here are a few have-to-haves that I had for my family. Anytime I go to a baby shower, I take Arnica and Calendula, and it comes in gel or ointment form, and Arnica, A-R-N-I-C-A, is for bumps and bruises, and it is incredible. If, the, if you have a one-year-old, then and as they're learning how to walk and they get all their little bumps on their forehead, this stuff is amazing. You just put it on there. The other day... Um, Sebastian fell on my coffee table and just had a big old bruise on his cheek and I put Arnica on there and put him down for a nap and he woke up it was 
you couldn't even tell. Like when I got took him home to his mom and said, I'm sorry. She was like, I can't even see that. And then calendula does the same thing for cuts and scrapes and little bug bites. And both of those are um, a homeopathic ointment. And I don't know if you're familiar with homeopathic or not, but all that it does is it just goes in and, and works with your body. It tells your body, pay attention to me, pay attention to me. And it brings in the the frequencies as does the, this is i don't want to go too far off on all this but it brings in the frequencies that your body needs to heal it and so do antibiotics and so do supplements and so do a little bit of research on that that's why it works in our body because there's a, something that's out of balance and so when we go in and add a supplement a medicine an antibiotic a homeopathic it goes in and puts it back into balance the difference is that it, what an antibiotic does is it goes in and does it for the body versus a homeopathic goes in and it tells the body what to do it partners with the body and so that's why we move more toward the homeopathic stuff another thing that was a lifesaver with my kids when they were little was liquid trilight herbs and um there's the website's on here if you want to go to the website i'm pretty sure they sell it at sprouts i know they sell arnica calendula sprouts whole foods it's 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 in those places but these herbs like a echinacea and thyme or there's one for allergies and i mean they weren't the yummiest tasting but they weren't horrific either and i would just give my kids a little squirt and that's what we would do at the beginning of any kind of sickness and like i said it would go in and partner with their bodies to help their bodies heal and then highly recommend good supplements and ladies there are a lot of bad supplements out there there's definitely more bad than good the one supplement that I have had huge success success with is called Standard Process, um, and I think you can you can buy those. Um, at certain places I know that if you have one of the doctors that we talked about chances are they sell that supplement it's the it's the very best they do every anything that you would need it for um, they sell that there is a website that's on here as well I don't know if you can buy it through the website or not but highly recommend supplements um, to, for you and for your children and then the last thing I just want to talk about for a second is essential oils we um i did not use those when my kids were little but i have over the last five years used them with huge success huge success um we all went to the beach a few weeks ago and it all got sunburned because we had our you know winter white skin and we used lavender and the sunburn was gone it just completely cleared it up lavender is my new best friend i use it on absolutely everything any kind of ache and pains if i have cramps a headache anything and so I'm going to have somebody come talk to us about essential oils as well. Um, but I just want to encourage you that those are another one of those things that comes in with that, that frequency and it helps balance everything. It gives your body what it's hungry for, what it needs, where it's out of balance and it tells your body to rebalance. So as I wrap this up, I just want to give you permission to take charge of your health for sure and the health of your children. You do not have to defer to everything your doctor says. Yes, they are the expert and they are the, the specialist, but you know your child best. And so take ownership of your responsibility for health, for the health of your home. Be your child's advocate and do, do that so that you can you know what's very best for your child. Remember to educate yourself. Last story, I had, um, we had some friends of ours whose son um, 
ended up getting a, a certain kind of cancer. I don't remember what it was, but they had they were at Children's Incredible Hospital, and they were going to do a, a, a system of chemotherapy, and she had researched it, and she came back in, and she said, I don't want to use the kind that you're using. I want to use this kind, and this is why, because the side effects are this, and because of his age, and because of, and she presented a case, and they said, you're absolutely right. That is a better one. I mean, and they even complimented her and said, you know your child better than you we do you you're you're his you're his voice he's he he can't speak for himself but you can and so parents just know that don't let fear take over educate yourself stand firm find a team support yourself and if you have any questions and if you want to, you know, push back on anything I've had to say, please email it. Email me at Suzanne at CrazyCoolFamily.com and it'll come straight to me and I would love to answer any questions that you have. And so thanks so much. Go be healthy. Go be crazy. CrazyCoolFamily.com. <laughs>